we had one question actually from from um, one of the guys that came to the live event that we hosted uh, last year um, and that's from Seth and he he just asks uh, whether we could just discuss a little bit about how you uh, incorporate uh, you know correlation uh, into a trend following uh, program um, so again obviously you trade 35 markets you said um, but but what are your thoughts about correlations in terms of uh, in co- you know thinking about it in building that uh, system or model? So I sort of deal with it on two levels. The first is is to think about the long term correlation between the trading systems, um, and we've already discussed that, right? We've we've said that's generally lower than it is for the the actual instruments themselves. Um, so y- what you you want to do is obviously measure correlation um, and use it to to, to construct the most diversified um, set of portfolios you can do. So that means, for example, um, that that you want to diversify across asset classes because they do have a lower correlation than, say, um, you know, five and 10 year bonds. Um, The trading systems themselves, as I said, not as correlated as the underlying assets, but they're still going to be reasonably well correlated. Whereas, you know, a a trading system trading lean hogs versus Aussie dollar, there's going to be quite a low correlation there. So those are two things you want to have in your portfolio. Um, the, the same thing applies actually, interestingly, with, with the question of speed. Um, so 199 day and a 200 day moving average are very highly correlated. Um, so as well as costs coming in, in terms of thinking about how you um, allocate across speeds, the other thing is that you want to have probably Ideally, you know, ignoring all other effects, a bit more fast momentum and a bit more slow momentum and not so much medium momentum because that medium momentum is going to be correlated with both the fast and the slow, whereas the fast and the slow are going to be more diversifying because they're, they're kind of quite sort of spread out on the frequency spectrum. Um, so you, you have this weird kind of effect that you, you want to have a sort of a U-shape set of weights allocating to speeds, a lot on the fast, a lot on the slow, not so much in the medium. Um, but if you then apply the kind of question of costs on that, then obviously that's going to push push you potentially out of the fast and into the medium and the slow. Um, so um, that's the first thing you want to use correlation as a, as a guide to to say you know how you should spread out your your assets and how you allocate uh, across them, whether that be instruments or or trading systems. Um, but the other thing you then need to do is um, work out how much diversification you've actually got. Um, because um, you're going to need to run your system quite quite differently. Um, if you've got a, an awful lot of, of, of forecasts coming in, um, which are very uncorrelated, um, then the average forecast is going to be much lower because it's going to re- be reducing the standard deviation of your forecast. So you need to actually come up with a, a way of, of scaling um, your your portfolio to compensate for that. Um, and in my work, I call this the diversification multiplier. Um, and uh, you know, the, the idea is that as you add instruments and rules to a trading system, you you kind of estimate this diversification multiplier. And the only thing you need to estimate it is is the correlation matrix and the and the vector of of weights allocation weights, uh, and that then produces a, a single number that you can then just multiply everything by. Um, so that means in practice that um, your your um, system may be in a position where at times it's taking on a lot of risk um, because although on average all of these correlations are potentially quite low uh, in in peak periods 
um, when when you know when forecasts are very strong, um, potentially you could be taking on a lot of risk. Um, so that brings me to the kind of other dimension of using correlation, and I think Neil's mentioned this earlier, and that's in terms of your kind of risk overlay. Um, so you know I talked about the long term about building a system that on average is uncorrelated, is diversified, about scaling the system up to compensate for that. But actually, as risk managers, we want to we actually care about what our portfolio looks like today. You know, what, where are we long? Where are we short? And what the current correlation is of those positions. Um, and um, I have a, a risk management overlay, which 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 kind of takes that into account. Um, and and if the portfolio is is the estimated risk of my portfolio is currently much higher than I normally want. Um, so my you know, my average risk target is twenty five percent annualized standard deviation. If it's saying it's it's, if it's saying that right now these positions have a risk of 75%, then I'm going to leverage back. I'm going to reduce my my exposure overall. So, um, uh, you know, people often say to me, you know, oh, well, a common question is, um, how much data should I use to estimate a correlation matrix? Um, and my answer is, well, that depends. What are you going to use it for? Um, if you're using it to, to construct a, a system um, over, you know, a 30-year backtest, then there's probably nothing wrong with using that whole period to estimate the correlations, um, and certainly at least five years, I would say. Um, if it's asking, answering the question, what is the current risk of my portfolio, um, then you're going to need a much shorter estimate. Um, I would, I would say, you know, perhaps, maybe about three months, um, and ideally some kind of exponential weighting that gives. Uh, higher weight to more recent data because when things like last week happen when correlation patterns shift your risk measure adjusts to that and is able to say well yeah actually uh, you know your your long stocks and bonds that's actually now much riskier um so you you know you really need to, to cut back your leverage to compensate for that yeah no i mean i couldn't agree more though i think that's really important um so thanks very much uh for that <laughs>